Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girlie by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. Without advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. We talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Hello and welcome to the Casual Hopper podcast. My name's Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. Joining us today are some fabulous guests that we've met over the last few days. Do you want to introduce yourselves, guys? Well, I am Mallory. I am one half of the Casual Swinger podcast. And my name's Mickey. I'm the other half of the Casual Swinger podcast. Plus, I have this cool Barry White undertone to my voice today. We are a little raspy at this point. Yeah, Yeah. this is tough. We may have talked quite a lot over the last four days. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. So mm. we're coming live, well, live, we're recording this at the time, we but you're probably alive. hearing it later yeah. on. Yeah, we are it's alive. A miracle. Alive. A miracle. All well, we Springs can hope for, really. How's it been, Mrs. H? Hot. <laughs> Hot as balls. It really <laughs> like has H-A-W-T. been. H-A-W-T. H-A-W-T. I got Hot. off the plane and the first thing I said was, it is hot. And I've continued to say that like a mantra every 10 minutes, it's hot. What I really liked is we, we flew into to Dallas as a sort of transfer piece to get to here. Um, Mrs. H, the door opened to go outside briefly and she immediately turned around and went back into the aircon. And it wasn't even as hot as it is here. <laughs> like a vampire, like receding <laughs> from is, life. This is not okay. Just turn around and run back in. <laughs> I more or less ran back into the terminal. <laughs> I was like, oh, hell no. It was, <laughs> it was a comedy of errors because uh, we saw Angie from The Average Swingers and she, she kindly gave us a lift and to get some food. But I'm not used to the car doors and being, or not the car door being a different side, but the driving side being on the other one. So I popped around to get into what I thought was the passenger seat <laughs> <laughs> and ended up behind the wheel. Kind of, how the shit did I do this? That must have offended the hell out of the Uber driver. <laughs> well, it was Angie, so she was all right with it. She yeah. was just laughing. I just sat on her lap. She was fine. But she busted us out and took us for barbecue. That was good. Yeah, it was amazing. We're going to have to come back just for the barbecue. Just for the barbecue. Yeah, yeah, that that may be one of America's highlights is our barbecue. It is. So and good. our whiskey. So yeah. good. But talking of highlights, I noticed that smooth link, that great transition that I've pointed <laughs> out just to really hi- highlight how good it was. What's been your highlight of PCAP? Oh, wow. Uh, I tell you, for us, you know, we are so grateful for the community and the people and their support of, you know, our toy store and the various things that we do at Casual Swinger. So I think the highlight has been able to put some faces to some of the names that we've seen come across when they order toys or when they ask questions. 
that's huge. Uh, some of the laughs and just people are, are just hilarious being themselves. So it's my face hurts. My voice is shot. My dick has not fallen off, which is really exciting. <laughs> but I think that yay for me. <laughs> yeah, yay for Mallory. What about you, Mel? Oh man, just picking one highlight, I think is impossible. Um, it really comes down to the people and the energy. I like your contribution. You're absolutely right. Meeting some of those people and putting faces to the names that we've been, some of these people we've been speaking to for years yeah. online, either through the podcast or the toy store has been incredible. Just the overall energy of this event. It's so vastly unique from the other lifestyle hotel takeovers or resort events that we've been to. And I can't quite put my finger on what the word would be to describe it, but it's, it's special. This is lightning in a bottle. And I, I leave here every time Miami, Dallas, and now Palm Springs, uh, feeling renewed, inspired, and just my, my cup runneth over. So maybe I'll find a word to describe it. Uh, it's the energy. Just tremendous. Yeah. And these people, there's not, there's nowhere like them. And PCAP people are, you know, I think every event has their own tribe, their own brand, right? Of types of humans. And PCAP definitely has a unique group as well, much like our Hedo groups have, and other events that we've done, iOS connections groups, other so things, yeah. Kind and inclusive, and you're right. Funny. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. I mean, we laughed so much this weekend. I don't know that I've gotten that much exercise, especially on my face. Ever. And we drank a lot of whiskey too. <laughs> yeah, just a lot. Oh, a shitload of whiskey. Had, I think we may have drank all the whiskey here. <laughs> we served. We served over three hundred shots at the whiskey tasting. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Oh yeah, we ran out of shot glasses, so we and. They had to reuse them. Yeah, absolutely. Crazy. <laughs> it was incredible. Absolutely crazy. We don't That's drink crazy. whiskey at all, do we? We had to ruin it for ourselves and we never touched it again. You ruined it for yourself. <laughs> I did. I had That's... Welsh whiskey and oh my God, I had a three day hangover. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was that. like, oh, I can't drink whiskey. I've decided that's not for me. <laughs> yeah. I did that with gin and I missed yeah. my gin and tonics There's in the always summer. one drink that gets you and you're mm -hmm. like, never touching it again. Can't. Exactly. I you know, think Mrs. H and I have something in common. We both have wild ass colored hair. I just look, so we we're, we're weighing down this side of the table over here. <laughs> we're the fun side. Just, you know, Definitely. You I, mine's washing out a little bit now. It's like faded, like my, my energy levels. <laughs> Every time it gets a bit lighter, I'm like, oh, there's a little bit more of my soul. Is, going is, that, is, that your, is that your health indicator at the I bottom of the screen? I was going to say, man of yeah. It's yeah, like right. Scott Pilgrim. It's like, boom. <laughs> Mrs. H, what's been your highlight? Apart well, from the hair, clearly. Um, no. <laughs> well, obviously, you know, echoing everyone else's comments because I can't really cap that, pcap that. Everyone's contribution, everyone's energy, everyone's humour. It's been phenomenal. I will say I've got an observation around, it's interesting. I haven't been to many takeovers, if any, really, other than what, two maybe in our life. We've had desire to compare it to. Yeah. And obviously in the UK, we don't really have these. So what I will say is there didn't seem to be anyone kind of, sitting on their own. And that really struck me that be everything's so welcoming and inclusive that no one even is a wallflower. No one's sitting on the side wondering how to kind of integrate themselves into any circles of conversation. And I thought that was amazing to see even the newcomers didn't struggle to make connections and make friends. From what I could see, there were very, very, very few people just sitting on the side or in the pool on their own or, you know, hiding away in their room, being sort of withdrawn and introvert, in introvert. And I'm sure there are introverts here, but they all seem to be very comfortable mixing and getting to know people without any real issues. That for me feels really, really different because we're used to sort of giving people help and advice around how to not be that. Right. And no one really needed it. It was great. 
They took the advice. Yeah. yeah. Right, there was nothing for us to do. Everyone was doing a good job. Everyone gets an A. Yeah. So I think that's really, I think that's my commentary that came through really strongly that everyone knew how to kind of mix. That's and- a fabulous observation. And, and, you know, now that I think about it, now that you said mm. that, that's a hundred percent true. That's mm. exactly what we saw. There were no closed circles. Oh. There was no one waiting to get in. So part of that I attribute to the culture of PCAP, mm. but part of that I attribute to the hosts too. Hosts were doing a good job of moving around and engaging with people and talking to people and not necessarily even just people that were fans of their own individual no. shows. I mean, I know from our perspective, we were probably both making sure that we didn't see people sat and looking lonely and that kind of thing, because we know how it feels, but actually there was no need to go and chivy anyone out of a corner. (laughs) Are you okay? But you did carry that on to just local restaurants, which is slightly worrying. So if someone was just sat by themselves, she'd go up and sit next to you. Come and have a drink with us. I don't think you are. It's funny you say that because breakfast both mornings, the first two mornings we were here, that's exactly what we did. And these people, you know, next to us are like, we, we weren't trying to make friends, but here we are. Every time yeah. we do that yeah. anyway, you and I go out in public and my yeah, voice but we do carries make it weird for, for <laughs> We do make it a little awkward for the outsiders. Oh, hundred percent. Like, what are you guys here for? Well, funny you ask. <laughs> right. We're at a swingers convention. Want to hang out with us? <laughs> we yeah. did that at the airport though, didn't we? When we were waiting for a flight over here, we got talking to a couple at the table next to us and we just sort of got talking about the wine they were drinking and we just made conversation for an hour. Well, I think it was the way that you very quickly were, uh, they sort of asked where we're going, what we're doing. And- Whilst we weren't <laughs> openly talking about it, I was like, oh, we're here. And we're seeing lots of friends together at a gathering. And she's like, no, we're not. I'm like, fuck's sake, just calm down, wife. They don't need to know every detail. Just- <laughs> That's him. Mickey does the same thing. And I can say only maybe a handful of times out of the hundreds he's probably done it. Has anyone done the Homer Simpson like fade into the bushes? It's like, we, this is getting weird. We have to happened. leave. They're like, oh no, they're trying to put it in my butt. No, I'm not trying to put it in your butt. I'm trying to put it in the other side. But this is how we normalize things. Yeah. You don't have to give them the ins and outs of what's happening. <laughs> Giggity. But you can, <laughs> but you can normalize what you're doing to some extent and you know if if someone makes it a normal conversation then it doesn't become a sort of stigma related shameful thing oh absolutely it? but I did put three business cards in her bag when she wasn't looking so it's okay <laughs> Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah, did, did you just casually incept the word swinger into every conversation yes. yeah. no he yeah. casually put little half inch stickers all over the fucking resort <laughs> I found I found one on my case I did my, yeah. Yeah. Like, where the hell did, did that thing come he from he did my boob he was doing like a reverse mind sweep sticker Thing. They're everywhere. <laughs> uh, they have, people are festooned with bedhopper stickers all over this resort. Yeah, so. how we like like sleep your mark on people. Well, that's the thing. At the end of our session, we had some on the table, so people have gone forth and they're doing our work for us now. Oh, that's good. You've gone forth and multiplied. <laughs> exactly. How that. biblical of you. Yes. Please take our word and spread it all across America. I'm not sure we'd ever use the word biblical to describe Mr. H, but fine. Yeah. <laughs> what I want to say is one of my highlights was meeting you two, and mm-hmm. I really want to emphasize to to people who listen how much effort that you folks put into this and obviously you're supporting Kate and she does an amazing job from Wanderlust Swingers but you folks have been supportive to us to all the other hosts to all the other people that have attended and we always know you knew you were cool I mean we knew that we I've heard the show Mrs H pretends that she may have once seen the logo <laughs> sometime <laughs> <laughs> and she's seen you on a zoom chat wait once. no he promised me a t-shirt so yeah sure I love your podcast did you get the t-shirt <laughs> no you didn't get the no, t-shirt we have a t-shirt upstairs keep, we'll grab it for you keep picking them up we Let's have see. literally no space left in any luggage I'll wear it now whatsoever <laughs> but genuinely seeing the efforts that you two go to and I really want to recognise it 
that to help people to make sure that they feel comfortable to um, if there's a problem, yo, you'll solve it. And it's been <laughs> absolutely delightful. And, and it's so good to see that, that that was infectious in the good kind of infectious way. It's probably not the words you want to use at a swingers convention as you put it. But, but other people saw that and they learned from that example and they've gone on to, to do the same thing. But it didn't take, you know, it was only minutes of in, like meeting you and then other people were doing the same thing too. And I just want to really recognize the fact that you two went really out there to support and you deserve a round of applause. There's only two of us, so we're not going to bother doing it. We'll probably add that in post, but that's fine. <laughs> I can't thank you enough. That's, uh, that's incredibly flattering. Yeah. Uh, we love this community from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, yeah. Mallory says it better than I do, but. Oh no, I'm, 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 I'm speechless because I, I don't know how to accept compliments and I'm blushing. And Me neither. We, we have a t-shirt. I have a t-shirt so, that no, will yeah. help you with that. I, I don't know if you've ever seen this t-shirt uh, that I designed purely for Mrs. H, but we've sold a number of, Yours but it says, me. can take a cock, but not a compliment. Uh, oh, 100%. Excellent. Right? <laughs> it's absolutely. Yeah. I, I really struggle to take compliments. Yeah. Not I, because I don't believe people, but I I struggle with that, that sort of affirmation that someone thinks I'm, I'm worthy of a compliment. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to do with it. So I end up saying silly things like, oh, and you're tall, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or things in YouTube, they're like, what? I'm such yeah. a fan of it's your nose a, hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it isn't. It's, it really is touching um, for you to say all those nice things. And you know, I don't want to diminish it. It's just kind of who we are at our, at our core. We do have a lot of passion and uh, for the community. We love this event. And obviously we love Kate. We love, absolutely love seeing people have a great time. That's, that's where it really tickles our brains and our fancy and, and warms our heart is when we see this many people just having the best day ever, having the best weekend ever. Yeah. There's something about, I don't know what it is. Just the compersion. Yeah. I think, well, that is our compersive nature. I would say that yeah. that's part of it. We really enjoy seeing the people we care about happy. So there's, that's certainly an element of it. But I think the other piece of it is that when you know that you're doing something that has the potential to inspire good, there's something that feels good about that. Yeah. hundred percent. Right? And you want to do more of it and you want to feel it because it feels good. And I think when other people key in on that and start to follow suit, they get it too. And it becomes this infection. It's almost like kind of like the holiday season. Like when you, you, you see somebody that's being festive and they feel good and then you try it and it feels good. And then your neighbors try it, and all of a sudden there's Christmas lights fucking everywhere. And, but it's kind of the same thing. Uh, it's, it's just an attitude that determines everyone's altitude. And I think the, we had a poster that said that in high school. Yeah, we probably yeah. did. I had, if you're not living life on the edge, then you're taking up too much space. Hashtag no fear. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than hang in there. Yeah. You know, it was funny. We, uh, we, we had the, the fortunate uh, opportunity to have dinner with you guys the other night. And somebody said to us on our way out the door, I don't know if you caught it or not. Uh, this is, I'm talking to Simon for those of you that can't see us. Cause since you fucking can't, uh, but we're on our way out the door and someone goes, this is not fair. And I turned and I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and they said, the two funny guys are leaving together. <laughs> like, Everything sucks now. Simon is there. Sorry, sleep. We, we can, Mr. Simon is fine. So I, Mr. We, Simon. We, Mr. Simon, Mr. Simon, Simon, Mr. H. We went on TV and our names are all over yeah. that. So Simon and- We but, genuinely called each other Mr. and Mrs. H anyway. Yeah. So it just- yeah. Oh, you slag. 
Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. That was aggressive. That's what she says to me. No. That was my impression. Why? That was my breakfast slag. Well, that's fine. <laughs> See, I'm so, I'm so not up on British insults. So I really need to get better oh, at it. Oh, I have them. a ton of them. Yeah, because all I know is American insults. And they're probably not very elegant. You guys sound, you guys can literally read like a recipe and it sounds so elegant and so sophisticated. And everything I say sounds like I'm making a fart joke. <laughs> <laughs> we can make swearing really polite. Do you want to, do you want to give a couple of favorite swear words? Oh, you oh God. Mm, please, please. please. God, I have so many. Oh, 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 why have you gone all gold blue? Well, some of my favorites, because I save them so often. Cockwomble. I do use cockwomble a, a lot. <laughs> well, it's not a nice term for oh, one. Not. Okay. No. So I should be insulted if you, ah, okay. Totally. You cockwomble. <laughs> like, do you not feel insulted now? Are you saying so? Nice it way? sounds it kind of so delicious comfy. actually. Yeah. Like a snack. Like you say it and I'm just like, aw. So Wombles here, were me. <laughs> Wombles are from Wimbledon Common. That, there so, was like a TV show yeah. and a book from way back when. Going back and, to like maybe the 80s, 70s. And they're kind of like these bumbling creatures that are, they were sort of stop motion animated and had that sort of old charm like to them. Very, very little grey things with long wombling noses. You're using womble again. Because I think it describes it. They're yeah. like wombling, like as in they're, they're long and kind of nosing into business. And slow and tumbling and all that yeah. kind of thing. But by putting the word cock in front of it, it's like your <laughs> ineffectual cock, basically. Like ineffectual, the, meandering, wombling cock. Cock. Yeah. Got it. It's yeah. like a... You're nothing. You're kind of, you know, you're not worth my time. You're a cockwomble. But you're, you're an imbecile. But, yeah, you know, <laughs> well, get you're an imbecile. So in America, that would probably be the equivalent of a twat waffle. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Although, yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to call out the pronunciation of twat here. It's so strange yeah, to us. Yeah, we say twat. Twat. Oh. It's much harsher. It's like, and it's, uh, twat would be considered quite a, that's up there with twat's, cunt. Yeah, twat's not good. Don't be a like, twat. It's yeah, like, don't, it's like, don't be a Idiot. Yeah. yeah. In a rude way. So yeah, twat for us is, but you see you guys say twat. And for us, that's like swat, like swatting a fly. Yeah. yeah. So, but twat is like, yeah. It does sound more aggressive. Yeah, twat. A little meaner. Twat. <laughs> well, I'm going to go skipping through the airport yelling that now. Maybe, maybe that's just, you know, the, the King's English inflection versus our, and I've had many British friends who've told me that my American is flawless, but my English is for shite. <laughs> but, and, and that, that's probably true. But when we talk about our inflection, we tend to roll out our A's, yes. right? Like y'all, right? I mean, I'm from the country, so the drunker I get, it comes out. And I try not, I mean, in broadcasting, I've learned how not to let my accent come out, generally speaking. Uh, but so things like that, where I say twat, that's, I mean, that's just, ah, uh, that just comes out that way. And you're just twat. <laughs> it's a lot sharper, isn't it? It's just like a throwing when a dagger. Do, when you do the comparison, it, it sounds very lazy on our parts. Like our tongue just goes flat and lays out and we let it happen. Yeah, sort your yeah. fucking swearing out. Do yeah, it properly. Right. Come on. That's right. Get on board properly. Yeah, put your back into it. <laughs> so I want to cycle back to um, PCAP's quite different, right? Because yes. there's people, uh, hosts are giving seminars and chats and all these different sessions. And this year, or this time around, your session was all about videography, mm -hmm. filming people. First comment, I've never seen so much bloody video equipment <laughs> on one table in my entire life. And I work with video quite a lot. So I was having a bit of a nerdgasm there. Couldn't stick around for it, unfortunately, because we had to make up what we were doing for ours, which was 
following yours. Thanks for making us follow you, by the way. That's Sorry. Very kind <laughs> we of you. Everyone was exhausted and they probably went to the pool to recover and we had like three people. But, but oh, what I, I love- I follow was well, well attended. I thought you guys did well. <laughs> we did well. But they were uh, sleeping. <laughs> and Mikey knew off. Well, it's because they'd all gone up to their bedrooms to immediately film some porn. <laughs> they were all a bit, bit sexed out. So one, you folks are going to be responsible for a whole new influx of, of video content, we hope. Um, oh, very much Lucky so. Lucky us, right? Which, which is good. Wait, yeah. what? Just send it directly to them. <laughs> <laughs> and we saw the room. There were some hot people in that room. I hope they do make some porn and go, hey, yeah. Mickey, what do you think? Yeah, exactly. So without going too much into your, your content, got any top tips that people could take away to film a bit better? Certainly. Mal, do you want to start? Be confident. I mean, I think that's the first one. Yeah. If you're going to film yourself, it's supposed to be fun. Uh, feel confident and have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And for the most part, when you're filming with your person, that person has seen you from every angle. They have looked directly into your brown eye. So yeah. when you know, not, you're not going to have a bad angle from their nope. perspective and they're probably filming it because they want to masturbate to you. Later. I was, I was going to say, you're not going to notice my back roll. That's definitely not what you're looking at. No, definitely yeah. looking at the butthole all yeah. day long. It's just right there. It's with you in the butthole. It's like the eye of Sauron just staring at me. All right. Uh, one ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one ring to rule them all. Uh, you know, but I do think that from a video perspective, one of the things that we all do badly, especially when we, we're our own worst critics in this world. Okay. Every day 100%. we wake up and we look in the mirror and we see the worst version of ourselves, right? Socks on our teeth, our hair is fucked up. We got wrinkles, mascara is runny. And you know, I know you're a bigger mascara wear than I am, Mr. H, but <laughs> uh, you know, it's, uh, but what I'm saying is the world we live in and Instagram and, and Twitter and Twitch and all these other places, and even Zoom has a touch up feature where you can turn it on and it'll make you prettier. Yeah, that's how true. Fucked up is this world. It also gives you cat ears, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> but how fucked up is it that the best version of everyone else is what we see, but the worst version of ourselves is what we see. And we bring that forth into things like video and we say, I don't want too much light. I, I don't want to see these things on myself. I don't want you to see them when you come back to make this video. Well, what I'll tell you is light is the thing you want more of in your video, not less because it washes out imperfections. It fills in pores. When you see pores, wrinkles, cracks, crevices, darkness, what that is, is the absence of light and the absence of light creates, it really focuses in on those imperfections. So the more light you have, the better you're going to look on video is a tip. And I, the reason I gave you that long lead in for it is because it's, it's counterintuitive. You don't think that more light's a good thing. Like the, hey, I look good in the dark, man. I look great at night. Okay. <laughs> but that's not really why we're making this video. So know why you're making it, know who you're making it for. And when you ask yourself, how much light do I need? The answer is more. Always more. Always yeah. more. Oh, always I struggle more. so much. You're always sticking a bloody ring light in front of me and I hate it. I'm like, no, I must look awful. And it's like highlighting everything bad. And But I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I, I well, do get what you're fun saying. Fun fact about ring lights, right? So everyone wants to use a ring light. You talk to somebody and they're like, yeah, I think I'm going to shoot some videos. We'll get a ring light. You need a ring light. Everybody needs a ring light. So you got yeah. all these goddamn round lights all over the place that everybody's using. But do you know that if the camera is not mounted inside the ring, it does fucking nothing? Yep. It does nothing for you unless you're shooting from inside the ring. The idea is to eliminate shadow. Mm, but right. there, for those of us that have an extra pair of lenses in front of our eyeballs... It just puts two big old rings right in the center of your eyeballs <laughs> yep, when you yeah. make it, right? Yeah. So offsetting the light and choosing angles properly is also important. Yeah, for sure. And obviously and the last thing, secure your shit. Yes. The big 100%. tip. 100%. Don't, 
upload to the cloud, the things you shoot. I know we all want to take out a camera and point down at the blowjob that's happening with a stupid grin on our face and go, yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I just rolled that out for you again, like an American, yeah. <laughs> but I say that like a rich guy, yeah. but you know pointing that down and taking that video putting it on your phone i was telling the room and again you weren't in there for it but i bought a phone for our youngest kid years ago it was an iphone 4 i'll tell you how long ago it was but i bought it for him from a a used like a a refurbished store okay and it was you know it was a college town it turned on the phone it was supposed to be factory reset it was supposed to be factory that's usually what happens with refurbished equipment but i turned the phone on Oh yeah. <laughs> there were 180 pictures of a college age girl in various stages of sexuality, masturbation, undress, nudity, oh. all of her photos, all of her personal information were still on the phone. She traded it into this store or someone stole it to stole it and, and sold it to them. But the fact of the matter was even the store didn't bother to factory reset this phone. Mm-hmm. So we talked a lot in our session about encryption, encrypting your drives, storing your data and deleting it and how to get rid of this shit. Yeah, just because you press delete does not mean it's gone. Yeah, delete ain't enough. So we talked about that a little bit. We talked about why not to use cloud services like iCloud and Dropbox. Unless you have, you know, hypersecurity measures behind mm-hmm. it, which Two most people of our, of our elk don't, you yeah. know, the, most the common person won't. They don't fuck around with it. The thing about iCloud and that sort of stuff though, is if you are using your, your phone for that and you've got a Mac device, and we found this quite early on, is that obviously any picture you, you that you take is immediately chucked to the cloud. Yeah. And chucked that Mac device that your teenager might well be using at that particular time. Hundred yeah. percent. How, so, how about an Apple TV? You got your dick yep. on an Apple TV in your living room, yep. and you can't get rid of it. Yeah, that happened to one of our listeners that was in the room. Oh wow! He's like, oh yeah, giant dick pic right on the home screen on our television. Our kids are yeah. like, Dad. Yeah. And he's like, Mom. <laughs> right. Yeah. So these things happen, and what we said, and where we started the conversation here at PCAP and where we ended the conversation is that there's two things in this universe that are not accidents, success and security. You plan to succeed and you plan to be secure. And if you don't do those two things, you have a higher chance of failure and a higher chance of finding something very unfortunate with things that you did not want out there. hundred percent. You've got to be so careful with stuff. Mm. Unless you create little stickers of yourself and post them everywhere. <laughs> you know, I think that was kind of beautiful. I'm going to do that with my penis next PCAP. I'm, I'm just going to put say, little I'm Mickey's penis stickers everywhere. There is no penis on any of your sticker books. Uh, I don't you think. didn't. Not even your vaticistical. No, I didn't. I don't think I did. there is. The, there is a picture of us having sex in one of them. What? No. Yeah. I yeah. don't believe you. Yeah. I saw that one. Yeah. You look fantastic. I mean, it was a half inch representation, but you look good. Okay. All right, maybe I should look more closely at these stickers before I go out. the selection. That's what I makes me laugh. Flick two again. No, it's actually a picture from our, from our desire shoot. Ah, okay. It just looks like we're having sex. It was probably a ring like that. I know well. I've ruined the reality for many sticker holders now that have been masturbating furiously across the hotels. But no, we're not actually physically having sex in that. Sorry. Okay. I had plans to put that on the backside of a magnifying glass so I could masturbate <laughs> properly because my eyes are failing me. But <laughs> I thought you were going to say you had plans to put that on Mallory's backside. <laughs> even better. Even better. Honey, I'm going to come quick tonight. It's going to be great. This one's a one minute. <laughs> little just take out my phone text. Thank you, Mr. and Mrs. H. <laughs> You can find the high resolution version on our cloud. You'll be fine. 
just what we need. Exactly that. Just lay a banner across Mallory's ass. Got this. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Banner, right? Okay. <laughs> a small banner. A small banner. Yeah. Very small. Okay, that's fair. That's no, fair. We'll, we'll talk about that later. I'm in yeah. trouble. If I die, I miss you all. <laughs> oh, it was, it was really cool. Uh, it was a cool video session. We're really happy to have done it. And I yeah, feel it was like well people got a lot out of it. Uh, we've had a lot of conversation about it since. I mean, you know, we did it for Christ's sakes at 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning during a swingers event. I didn't think anyone was going to be there. All the hangovers and pool time. Yeah, and, it was, yeah, it was the last it was really day. Busy. Yeah. yeah, really busy. Yeah. So first session of the last day in the morning and we had a full house. You killed it. The room was full. Absolutely killed it. And people were very complimentary just chatting to them and mm. they, they loved the session. So yeah. Oh, we're just, we're just glad to be here and you know, we <laughs> yeah. take it seriously. And we, we did work hard to put that content together because honestly, I do think it matters. I think it's something we don't all think about you know, and that's why we did it. And it was something I don't think they could get on our podcast. And that was important to oh. us as well. Yeah. There's no way I could ethically molest the crowd on our podcast. Yeah, that right. was definitely a, a highlight <laughs> of them. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, I, they didn't know they were being filmed throughout the session and it is also yes, now available yes, on the cloud. Yes, see, well, cast that's right. out of the bag now. And now we yeah. can use all of their faces yeah. in our deep fakes. Yeah. <laughs> that's it was really funny. Great. I loved it. So many faces on your ass now. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a little temporary collage. tattoos. Yeah. Like a mosaic. Yeah. You know, the Mallory approved temporary tattoos were a hit in the pool, by the way. They were. I've seen some, There's some booty pics um, on the app. Yeah. I got Mallory'd in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Is it is that it? It's going to be a thing, Mallory'd. I got Mallory'd. Um, it, it came off a little bit this morning. Uh, I know the feeling. Oh, God. <laughs> did you come off this morning as well? Yes, I did. <laughs> Mrs. H, did you know or were you still asleep? Um, I was face down. I don't know. It could be neither. <laughs> She was pretending to be asleep, but I know that she enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, the face down works really well for morning sex because you can breathe in the opposite direction. Yes. Just in case you oh, knock yes. off their eyebrows with dragon breath. Or, yeah. you know, eat a bacon sandwich at the same time. <laughs> you were clearly engaged. It's morning. I'm hungry. No wonder she likes to like a Starbucks breakfast so much. Conditioned. Multitasking. Exactly that. Just hear her sipping from a straw while you're pounding away from behind. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking, wait a minute, why is there a picture of Mallory on her butt? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it, it's been great. And, you know, I, I was like, we actually peeked in on your session because uh, we had just gotten done cleaning up and getting everything put away. And by the time we got back down, you know, you guys were, were well into it. But yeah, it was really well attended and to kind of give some of these Americans a perspective on what the swinging lifestyle is like in the UK. Because for me, you know, I'm about as American as I, nothing makes me feel more American than traveling. Whenever I leave this country, I'm like, oh shit, I'm an asshole. I am, no, go ahead, Mallory's nodding furiously. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. A little yeah, too a little furiously, bit. one might say. <laughs> well, I think that uh, Europeans in, in particular are a lot more aware of each other. And maybe it's the, the frequent use of public transportation because we all have cars and drive them everywhere. And some of us have three because stupid. But, uh, you know, it's, I think it's different. You have to be more cognizant of each other and kinder to each other because you're around each other a lot more, right? I mean, I don't see people at all if I don't want to. I don't see them when I'm going to work because I work from home. I don't really see them on the road. I mean, I just ignore everyone. That's what we do really well in America. And I think that your presentation, when I peeked in on it, I thought it was really neat that it, it really is different. It's a different way of approaching humanity. And if you approach humanity differently, you will approach swinging differently. Yeah. It actually really is fascinating. I mean, from a geographical perspective in a, a that specific area, there's so many different cultures and perspectives oh, yeah. and it languages. Is a pot. It really is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's incredible. 
Do, do you guys find that you struggle with that at all? Because over here, you know, I think, I don't know if you guys noticed, but you know, there's only, I think one Asian couple here at PCAP and they've been to a few of them. They're amazing. And he is, it's the, and Judah, uh, if you're on sexy Twitter and they kind of raise their hand frequently and like, you know, as the token Asians, we have to tell you, blah, and they're yeah. hilarious. They're yeah. super funny yeah. about it, but they make a good point. You know, he certainly feels like he's in the minority because he's overwhelmingly so in the minority. And I think we only have maybe three or four black couples. Uh, but generally speaking, it's not that much of a melting pot. I don't know why, you know, maybe certain events like splash in Atlanta that happened this weekend had a better representation of people of color, but in the UK, do you find that to be greatly different? It depends whereabouts in the country you are. So in the, the South, we've certainly found that uh, it's, it's not a massive melting pot. It, demographically, you, you sort of age ranges are quite wide, mm. but, but colour and all that but sort of stuff. Towards the Midlands of the country, that's where there's probably a bigger majority of, of that. and Probably find it more, but yes, you're right in the South, it's not so much. I mean, up until Brexit, there were a lot more <laughs> Europeans in the country for some reason. Funny that aren't they? <laughs> yeah, less, less so now. They just passed their shit and left? I don't think they had much choice, frankly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he says laughing, but, but dying inside of us is slightly. But it's, it, it is an interesting one. Dif- different parts of the country have um, very different, different approaches. And um, in the South, it tends to be a little bit more of a wealthy pursuit, I would suggest. And then the further up north you go, that, that changes in the dynamic shift quite, quite mm. a substantial amount. I'm sure we'll get people writing and going, no, no, that's absolutely <laughs> not. You <laughs> lie. You yeah. lie. But it, it's... Um, it's our observation. You yeah. Know. Mm-hmm. Certainly with, we've had events and had just one or two black people yeah. come along, but not through, not inviting to, people. Or, people it's yeah, just, it's, that's the, the, the way that it put, works out in our local area. Yeah. But if we went further north, it, that would... I would imagine that would be a I whole, think whole that's right. Different. It would change. Well, there's a certain amount of mathematics that, that we could apply to this that would make it make some sense, right? In America, roughly people that have had uh, non-monogamous, consensually non-monogamous experiences, not because <laughs> let's make sure we qualify that you cheating bastards don't count, <laughs> but the consensually non-monogamous experiences is 23 to 25% of people in general. Yeah. So that's one fourth of the population. So now we have a subsection of the population now of that population. If you apply cultural minorities to that, and let's say that you're 9% of the population and you could, that could be Pacific Islanders. I don't fucking know. I mean, I, I'm not that good at it, but uh, if, it's, if it's 9% of a hundred percent, now it's 9% of 25%. So we, now we're down to like three couples. Oh, yeah. You're good at <laughs> right? maths, aren't you? I'm lost. He could have said any number and you'd have believed him though, to be <laughs> fair. Oh my God, you're so clever. <laughs> <laughs> but when, when we pare that down into the individual minorities and, and they are single digits in a lot of cases, right? Yeah. There's a lot of fucking white people in America. So when you get into these single digit minorities or even low double digit minorities, they're a double digit minority of a very small minority to begin with. And this is kind of where we also talk about, for example, playing as a single man or playing as a married man, playing as a single is extraordinarily difficult because single guys have it hard enough you're already in a 25% subsection of the population. And now you're a married guy trying to play inside that small section of the population. And by the way, only about 5% of women are open to playing with a married man with consent. Yeah. So now you are playing in a very, very small pool as that guy. And then you go to your wife and you go, you can go play too. We'll play separately. She has a date in six seconds. Yep. <laughs> Us, we're sitting home whacking it. <laughs> so numbers matter is what I'm saying. Mm. They, they really do. Although we had an interesting discussion last night. So Mrs. H wasn't feeling very well come the end of, I'll say come the end, 
sort of late part of the evening. And um, so we, you know, don't leave a man or wife down. So we <laughs> went back to her room and, and, and she was very much, oh, but you, you were going to have some fun or we were going to have some fun. You can still go out and, and have that fun. And I'm like, genuinely, if I'm turning up and coming back and they're like, oh, can we play whoever you are that I'm talking to in my imaginary mind. Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, oh, where's, where's Mrs. H? I'm like, ah, uh, she's, she's back at the room feeling really sick. It makes me seem a lot less attractive. <laughs> it, really, it really makes me seem a bit of a cunt. So I was kind of like, no. Oh, oh, I, oh that lady? Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, but ooh. not a cockwumble because that's quite a cute. <laughs> quite um, cute yeah thing. but we're cunt yeah I mean that's not a dynamic anyway but it <laughs> no. was you were feeling very sorry for yourself and you were like oh, I'm sorry I've ruined your fun go out and play and I'm like no, I wouldn't leave you ever because that that would be terrible but also you would do the same yeah same. yeah yeah, she's right. That's happened. We've gotten back to the room because my my cup tends to fill itself with people hers drains mm. So she's like, hey, we need to go back to the room for a little bit. And I need like 10 minutes of not humaning for a little while. Right. Yeah. yeah I do love people, but I, I need to recharge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm like, but there's all these things happening and there's all these different things. We've got to be here. We've got to be there. And what the hell are you talking about? And then I realized that this dick won't suck itself. <laughs> so it's. Oh, you had plenty of volunteers this week. <laughs> well, you had no trouble on that front. <laughs> but I got to go home sooner or later and you know <laughs> where fair. I sleep. And I, you know, I wouldn't blame you one iota. You could spend my food. I wouldn't even know. Oh, I do. <laughs> on the regular. Oh, she was handing it around so we yeah. could all spit in it. Oh, yeah. that's even better. Yeah. <laughs> More now, soup. I don't think there's anything uh, honestly wrong with that because you're a known quantity. Everybody knows you, but I would have done the same thing you did. I would have stayed with Mallory. Uh, and again, you know, mostly because her happiness is my happiness when She's happy. I am, and her happiness is also my happiness. Not not Mrs. H's Mallory. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say happiness without saying penis. Exactly that. Exactly that. So I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up now. So where can people find you online? That's you, Mallory. Oh, oh yeah. We are um, Casual Swinger everywhere. You can find us at uh, CasualSwinger.com. Uh, reach out at podcast at CasualSwinger.com. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. There you go. Yeah. And if people want to buy some sex toys, where do they go? They go to casualtoys.com. C-A-S-U-A-L-T-O-Y-S.com. Casualtoys.com carries a little over 40,000 lines of lingerie, lubricant, toys. But more importantly, in the bottom left-hand corner, there's a chat bubble. It says chat with us. That goes directly to us and our staff all the time, unless it's in the middle of the godforsaken night, you monster <laughs> message us during the daylight hours. But if you do message, we will get back to you. It goes by email. So even if you click off and go on about your merry way, we'll get back to you and we get back to everyone. We have a 100% response rate. I'm only gutted now that I didn't use this same technique to message you last night. Oh, <laughs> once people found out it was us, we, we get some silly messages no, we now do. then. Yeah, the random <laughs> dick pic. Yeah, it just pops in and they're like, hey, check out my penis. I'm like, I'm sorry about that. They do come in larger sizes. <laughs> <laughs> you just send it to a dude. Everyone thinks they're talking to Mallory, by the way. It doesn't matter whether it's on Twitter, Instagram, whether it's on oh, casual yeah, toys. Hundred percent get that. Yeah. People think that she'll actually respond on social media. Yeah. <laughs> like she's even read it in the first yeah, place. Sadly mistaken. <laughs> the, the only time that, that Mrs. H goes online is if I've posted a picture of us, she'll like her own picture, which no, drives I me like fucking nuts. Picture, <laughs> yeah, you like my picture. It. And I'm, I'm like, like, oh, that's a nice picture. Why have I done. liked my own picture? I mean, I'm an yeah. maniac, but I'm not that bad. So that's, that'll <laughs> that's be the poetic, answer. That's yeah, actually. It is. So <laughs> well, I'm liking your picture. I'm sure you are, dear. 
You did produce a sticker book with your faces on them. This so is, I, there, I did do that. There's a level of egomania and then there's stickers. Not just that. I drew our own oh, faces God. and then produced <laughs> the sticker of it. So, and, you know, that's, that's just the level where I'm at right now. Um, I want to say a huge thank you to you guys. And not just for joining us today, but for your help throughout the weekend. And as I said, for all of the people that came along, because everyone had, that I've spoken to had a fantastic time. Mm. Everyone's been so complimentary about you. And, you know, we felt that too. And I know that you're finding it hard to take that compliment again. I would offer my cock, but we don't have the time as we <laughs> actually have to catch a flight at some point. Damn so it, you, we should have done this yesterday. I, yeah. That was we did plan. <laughs> That's true. I noticed that cock was involved. Right? <laughs> Cockliments. That's what we're on. Cockliments. It's when you nicely offer someone your penis. <laughs> I can't even. Well, thank you for joining us. Mrs. H, do you want to do your thing. I do. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. <laughs>